quiet down, please, scum. Nothing you'll say will sway me from a task. I must guard you till the master comes. <laughs> the master won't have much patience with you, I'm sure. What? What's that? Who's the master? Why? Master's most feared and dreaded being in Dragon Alien. Surely you must have heard of it. What? You haven't heard anything? Ah, he's the most terrible and feared being in all these lands. You've, you, you're not, you not heard anything? Well, since you're all locked up here, let me enlighten you with a brief tale of the Master's glory. There's, there's one that not particularly like it goes a bit like this. Hello and welcome back to Fate and Fables. My name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter we listened to the brave Apollo, Edvard and Jaren as they waded through the Meyerstead and into the ancestral home of Bullywug royalty, Hoppen Hall. With three of the four great houses of the Bullwai supporting the trio, they agreed to take part in dethroning King Gub. Their hope being that in his toppling from the slimy throne, they may retrieve the stolen artifact of Lord and Lady Dawnstar, the Golden Dragon's Egg, which currently sits atop King Gub's crown. Last chapter, the fight broke out as Apollo's wyvern Gwil crashed through the great stained glass window of Hoppen Hall. We join them now as King Gub is grappling with Apollo and Edvard, swinging his glinting enchanted axe to and fro. Jaren is unfortunately caught in the huge mouth of King Gub's giant toad. It's all kicking off mid-brawl in Hoppen Hall. In this, the final chapter of the Dawnstar Thief. You are inside its mouth, your little legs kicking oh. out of the rim of its mouth. Oh. Um, you take no damage. Oh. Um, I'm just soft in its mouth. until soft. it crunches down. Oh, he spoke too soon. Okay, let's see how dead he is. <laughs> uh, very dead. <laughs> Ten points of damage. Okay. As its muscly jaw clamps around you and you gasp for air at the small pockets inside its mouth. Oh. Um, it is now Apollo's turn. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I do a searing smite. And um, my sword goes on fire, yeah, as you, I say. You mutter, it's Apollo time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you mutter a few words yeah. uh, that end with, it's Apollo time, that are imbued with the oath that you took to serve the Dawn Stars and the Dawn Star line. And with that, a uh, fire burns inside you and leaps up out your sword and your longsword bursts into flame. Hot uh, blue fire. I go for King Gub and just bring the sword like straight up like a slash. You slash across him. Yeah. Um, um, make the attack. Ooh, two, but I do bardic inspiration. Nine. Nine. Did, Did you, you add, add your thing? attack bonus of oh, six? Oh, an attack bonus, yes. Is it six? Yes, it 15. is. So, 15, yes. That just hits. Yeah. You swing oh it God. down, and King Gub has only a moment to turn his great fat head <laughs> as he sees you catch him. Uh, he brings up his axe, but you manage to feint and swing it underneath, and your flaming sword arcs up underneath his arm. Please roll a d10 and a d6. 
So Ooh. nine. Oh! Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. Bam. Um, the sword cuts deep into his flesh, scoring his robes, and his robes catch fire. Mm. Um, um, and then in my bonus move, I go... Yep. And that, of course, means uh, get the toad's eyeballs. Uh, Gwil dives down at the toad and starts scratching away at its... Um, the... Wyvern seems to start to gash at it before it's one of its talons rears back and it seems that it was hesitant to attack with full fury uh, so as not to gash across Jaren's little kicking feet out the top of its head um, and the attack does not land but it stays hovering uh, attacking where it can at the toad Um, it is now Edvard's turn cool um Mm. I'll run at the toad yes. and slash at Thunderbelly. Okay. Trying to get to like its soft bits. <laughs> uh, yes, you may do that. But cool. to run at the toad, you'd be running away from King Gub and he would be allowed an attack of opportunity upon you. Do I have to run past him? He is currently in front of you. In oh, he's, he's jumped in front of us, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'll attack King Gub then I. Well, yeah. Why not get you out of the toad's mouth? I'll figure that what out. Does Work it that out? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> you again... Sorry. You think in your head uh, to your gnomish brother. <laughs> yeah. But you, you dismiss the thought thinking, he'll be fine. He can handle this. Yeah. He's capable. Yeah. Um, so I slash at the um, uh, Bluewog King's uh, face. Yes. Um, I also, as a bonus action first, sorry, I light my... Uh, Crimson King. Okay. Uh, whispering sweet nothings into the hilt. What do you whisper? I whisper, come on, baby, come on, baby, come on, baby, come on, baby. And then it goes in the <laughs> <laughs> It lights on fire. It wasn't sexual, it was just, come on, baby, come on, monotone. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a chant rather it's, than... It's a nomish chant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll attack with my first uh, scimitar attack. 11 plus... Sorry, 8, which is 19. That is a hit. Beautiful. Uh, 6 plus 5 is 11, plus fire damage. Yep. 2, uh, which is 13. Uh-huh. And second scimitar attack. Um, oh, 4 plus 8 um, is, what's that, 12? 12. 12? Uh, that does not hit. As cool. you as you swing your second, your first scimitar flurries up in a blaze and slices at the other side of King Gub, and he is lit flame on the other side as well. Oh, oh no! Um, I'll do a flurry of blows as well. Yes. Um, as you go for Sorry. the second attack, uh, he manages to pat- knock it back with his axe. Um, it is... Uh, you go to... You move in close to hit him with your fists. Um, 15. Come on, yes. little nose. Beautiful. Um, and I'll also use my stunning strike on this one as well. Yep. Um, so damage first is... 11. Yep. Um, and then he has to make a con check. Yep. Um, he, you punch him, you leap up and manage to bop him right in the <sighs> forehead. Um, and a shudder goes through his whole body and you see the ripple travel down uh, through his body. And he fixes in place for a moment. <sighs> and then he flexes and busts away from him. Oh my him. god. 
it is. Is that your turn? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. It is now uh, Jaren's turn. Uh, I need you to make. Uh, I need you to make a mouth check. Dex. <laughs> yes. Dex I need you to make a dex. I think it's. Is it strength? Yeah, I would think it's strength. Uh, yeah. What he's doing. Make a strength check. Okay. Are you trying to wriggle free, or are you trying to bust out of there? <laughs> um, Power fist? Are you trying to? Yeah, you trying to? Begin to, like, with, I was just going to cast a spell. Uh, if That's it requires a, a verbal component, mm-hmm. you're going to struggle to say that with a, to- a toad tongue around your head. Okay, even though there's pockets of air in there, I do have there, to struggle free. It's, 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 <laughs> it's little, <laughs> right? And also, if they require somatic components as well, like playing the yeah, like playing your lutex. Yeah. Um, okay, so trying to wriggle free then. Yeah. Yeah, alright. I mean, if there is a spell that requires none, none of those things. But... I'm pretty sure all of mine do. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, that is strength check, did you say? Yes. Of 12. 12? Uh, you, you lift and you remarkably manage to get the door open for a second before it <laughs> shuts back down again. Yeah. Um, and, but you were very close. Uh, it seems. Um, That's kind of all I can do, unless I can still give inspiration. A little bit of air got in there, I'm going to yep. say, so you okay. may give Bardic <laughs> Yes. We'll say that you gave Bardic Inspiration just as it was open. That's so good. It <laughs> <laughs> was open for a second. <laughs> um, I'm going to give inspiration to Edvard. Yes. Yay! And to inspire him, I'm going to make a funny kind of jest in, about my situation. <laughs> yep. and yes. To Edvard, I'm going to say, I've been inside worse. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, and then back <laughs> down. Um, even though most of the bullywogs around this hall are like, oh, why don't you just you hear a? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the weird bullywog who gets like other races' humour. Yeah, he's always felt like a gnome amongst bullywogs. Um, but yeah, no, that's your turn. Uh, King Gub's turn. Um, he uh, is just gonna. Wail on you, Edvard. Um, oh, cool, man. Fuck. <laughs> um, he swings his uh, sword, uh, he swings his axe, rather, um, at heftily at you, and as it swings, he whispers a few words into it. It's like... In the, not Bullwai, in some other language. Um, and as the axe moves through the air, sort of like ice crystals, like almost like snow flies off of it, um, and it turns like a, like a bright, searing bright blue mm, as yeah. it arcs through the air. Um, and it swings at you, yeah. and it does hit. And you take... Uh, 17 points of damage. Oh, baby. Five of wow. which are cold. Um, okay. As the axe embeds into your shoulder, you feel a cold, icy grip go up around your neck and shoulder, and you feel your muscles tense up around it, and you feel your punches go a bit slower. And uh, whilst... Please please make a constitution saving throw. Do they know? Um, 11 plus 3? 13. 13. Is that why I roll? My constitution bonus? Yes. Yeah, cool. So 14. 14? Yeah. For a moment, you feel yourself slow and 
give in to the cold and then you focus your body, you find your center and your muscles tense around the area they were hit. The blood stops bleeding as much, you stem it through pure force of will <laughs> and your, your muscles return to strength. Right. But you felt yourself slow for a few Ooh. moments. Um, well done. He then goes to punch you. <laughs> Great. Of course he does. Um, the fist lands squarely in your chest. Oh my god. As you are trying your hardest to focus on resisting. Froggy fist. Froggy fist. <laughs> it is not it, happy with that at all. You've taken much Slimy. You've taken much harder punches, but this one still hurts. You take uh, eight points of damage as it thuds into your chest. Um what health do you have? Um, 28. Ooh. The toad will now bite Jaren. Oh, okay. That is a critical. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. As, as, it, as you shout and then the, the mouth gets brought back down onto you, um, the toad clamps, uses the force of you bringing it down to clamp down harder. And take... Um, take 14 points of damage and you feel the muscles around your shoulder where it is putting the most pressure mm. start to give and you almost feel some of your the, the joints are sort of like close to popping out of their sockets oh good um, the muscles like scream with pain yeah. uh, it is now Apollo's turn um, I do searing smite again oh it stays lit oh stays lit yeah as long okay. as you concentrate and if you get hit um, it, you're, it might go out but okay. as long as you concentrate on it it can stay light oh, for a minute I'm, I'm leaving it um, yeah and I go for king gub again yep um, center of the chest yeah just so you know if you choose not to tell um, uh, if you choose not to command uh, Gwil to do anything you may attack twice with your own just so you know if you choose not to whistle okay um, yeah. But you attack. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't write that on your sheet. Um, they. So you swing upwards. Make the make the attack roll. Ooh, Plus six. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, you swing forward, and it seems like as it uh. you stab into him in the same spot that you stabbed before, but it seems the flesh uh. around it has grown grey <laughs> and unfeeling. And if he if it did any damage to him, it's as if he didn't feel it at all. And you see black sort of veins gather around the area where it's stabbed, where his his clothing has fallen away. But he does take fire damage. I forgot to add that um, from him being on fire. Do you, do you want to roll it or shall I? I feel like you should roll it. Oh, which one is it? It's just a d6. D6, cool. It's just the, the flames. Five. Nice. Um, so as the flames lick up around him, you recoil back in horror at this disgusting sight. Oh god! <laughs> okay, it is now. Oh, uh, uh, I'm oh, done. sorry. As a good. Sorry. That is, uh, uh, Gwil, burn that toad. <laughs> and, uh, using one of the things uh, yep. in hopes that it will be shocked and open its mouth. Yep. Uh, and not cook, Jared. At least yeah, no one yeah, fully like inside on the back of the, and not the having my legs sticking yeah. out the back. Um, yeah, true. It seems that Gwil understands your whistle as she flaps a couple of uh, 
wing beats and moves quickly to behind the toad. The toad sort of like cranes its knot neck mm-hmm. a little bit to try and see uh, what's going on. But before it can turn, I'm inside going, ah, stop looking around. <laughs> Gwil opens her more and a small plume of fire starts emerging almost like the pilot light um, out of a blowtorch until it flares up into a 15 foot cone, a torrent of fire. Uh, you may roll the damage on this. Um, uh, it doesn't say what it is. That's fine. That's because I have the sheet. Um, it is uh, 3d6s. Um, Three? I like some d6s. Oh, cheers. <laughs> but should he, should Gwil angle it correctly, she should be able to hit King Gub as well. Yes, that. Like the back of King Gub. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, yes. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Ooh, uh, nine. Twelve. Okay. The toad is not able to get out of the way, and it roasts this toad, um, the back of it. There is a awful smell of cooking flesh um, as boils burst and skin uh, chars on this giant toad's back, and it does indeed let out a... And... J- Jaren slips from oh. his wet maw <laughs> onto the ground. <coughs> Can I make like a quip? like a slow fall whilst yeah. in its bile. With, with your bonus action, you make a quip. Frog's legs, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have takes. <laughs> I want to make a quip too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys do all the time. Um, I hope I don't get warts from being inside that one. <laughs> Guys, you, you only have so many reactions. <laughs> oh, um, can I have another one? No, it's, I don't want to make a pun. I want to just relay some information. Oh, yeah, you may show yes. No, you used it for quipping. No! <laughs> you can do it on the side. Yeah, you do have to turn. wait. That's six wait. seconds. That's fair. Um, okay, so it is uh, Edvard's turn. All right, slashy slashy again. Just the usual game. Yep. I'm going to try gut him. That one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Your first slice you bring up, um, but King Gub just puts a, a swift chop uh, with his hand to your wrist and it causes your scimitar oh. to angle downwards. I'm a, like a trained monk and I'm I being know. like smacked away by a frog. He moves fast, uncannily fast. Alright, second attack. Uncannily? Um, oh god, it's just terrible tonight. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, that is not a hit. Again, Damn. you you slice, but on the upward attack, yeah. he's ready for it and parries it down with his axe. I have to try something. I'll use the flurry of blows, mm-hmm. and I'll punch him. Next time you've got that, oh, before yeah, he says true. whether it's hit or not. Before he says whether it's hit, yeah. 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 Flurry of blows. 16. 16 is uh, a hit. Cool. So also use... A point uh, for stunning strike. Stunning strike on this as well. So low on key. Damage on that is oh, beautiful 11 um, and then he also gets fire damage he's still lit on fire he is still lit on fire Four. So, oh sorry would you make a concentration check to see if you keep Crimson King on fire cool ah oh, nat uh, 3 so what's that concentration um, before he says whether it's a hit. oh yeah I can add that shit yeah oh, 6 nut. <laughs> damn um, 6 plus concentration it's it's a wisdom. Oh, it's just wisdom. Cool. So uh, eight. No, that's not. Damn. The crimson king goes out as you got beaten 
up by King Gov just as he punched you in the chest. Damn. Um, so no, yeah. yeah. No, so, no fire damage. Yeah, cool. So eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you go for a stunning strike. Yes. And, as well. Um, as as you 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 swing your sword back and forth, it gets knocked out of the way, and finally you manage to move in close and punch him right oh. up under the chin, and his head knocks back, and his whole body tenses, and it stays there. Yes. Hey. Um, it is now Jaren's turn. You are on the ground. You are wet and slimy. <laughs> um, great. I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast lightning bolt at the toad. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so I do that. Uh, your fingers dance across your loot axe that you pick up from the ground, and the vibrations on the string throw flicks of mucus all across uh, out from you. But you don't pay attention. <laughs> you manage to hold back your gagging reflex. Just and twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Damage. Oh my god. The toad. Uh, it sort of starts to leap out of the air, um, and it does jump up into the into the air, maybe like ten feet up to avoid your lightning bolt. But you manage to fake it out and wait just in time to see the the toad like mid air, and you mark it and you let off the final chord and the <laughs> and lightning it dances bolt. between the bits of like slime that's like sprayed oh. off of me. Yes, in the <laughs> air. Conduit. Yeah, and it hits this toad right in the air. How much was it? Twenty eight. Twenty eight points of damage. And. Landing back down on the floor uh, is the toad just upright. It seems still alive, but it's on its back, and there is a smoke rising from it. Oh my god! And it is very charred. <sighs> oh. um, and I'm going to give bardic inspiration to Apollo, um, and I'm gonna say, um, oh, what am I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, songs will be written of your brilliance. <laughs> he says confidently as he strums <laughs> his blue axe. Um, now it is King Gub's turn. Uh, which he just freezes and strangers next, and you can see veins pulsing in his neck, but he is completely locked in place by the strike that Edvard placed upon him. Uh, and the toad instead rolls over, and its tongue just shoots out. Uh, this time, uh, not at Edvard, not at Jaren, but instead at Apollo, as it sees you are destroying its master. Um, please make a, a dexterity saving throw. Is that day 20? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, 12. 12? Wait. Add this as well. Oh, and Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah. It seemed just before... It's almost as if, although Jaren's words did not inspire you, they were enough to see your head flick over and see the toad's mouth opening up and the tongue shoot forth <laughs> towards you. And you managed to just... Cut at it once with your longsword, longsword quickly, and the toad just like it reels back into the toad's mouth. Um, but because it's so hurt, it la- doesn't quite land in its mouth. It just sort of flaps onto the ground and then slowly oh. recedes back into it, like the cord on the the retracting cord on a Hoover. Um, <laughs> it is 
now Apollo's turn. Oh boy. Um, mm, how is King Gub looking? Not good. King Gub. <laughs> He's looking, although <sighs> beaten and slashed at <sighs> and on Stiff. fire in some places, he still looks like he's got a fair bit of fight in him. Well, I go for King Gub again. Yep. My sword is still on fire. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just go straight down the top, avoiding the, the dragon egg. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for his face, neck area. Um, Good luck yes. with that. Mm, uh, which one's that one? Oh, yes. 16. 16 is a hit. Lovely. Your blade manages to dance between his axe and his fist as he lays a flurry of blows upon Edvard. Uh, four. Four? Did you add your plus? Yes. Yes. Two. yes. The fire? <laughs> oh, oh, and fire. also roll the fire damage. That's d6. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so... Eight. Four on top of Eight. Uh, your sword dances between the axe and his flurry of fists uh, and finds its way um, to across his arms that uh, is wield- his arm that is wielding the axe and cuts a dash across um, his biceps um, and he lets out a cry oh, as the fire on. engulfs even further towards his head I do another exact same thing yeah you, you attack again yeah yep. cool uh, ten. Uh, ten does not hit. Your blade comes back down, but it seems that yeah. uh, he turned to you quickly in a second and swats away the flat of your blade with his open hand. Yes. Um, it is now Edvard's turn, I believe. Great slashy time. <laughs> um, I cannot relight my sword. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, just normal attack then, Sirtar. Uh, 8 plus 8 is 16. Yes. Beautiful. Um, that's 8. And I'll also use Stunning Strike right there. Yep. So, sorry, you did 8 damage? Yep. Um, I will... Now, Stunning Strike and um, Open Hand Technique... Yeah, yes. cool, cool. The different things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I can actually, like, on one attack, stun, and then on my second attack, if it hits, I can um, knock them prone. Yes. Or I can uh, push them 15 feet backwards. Yes. As well. All right, cool. That in mind, I will make my second... So you went for a stun, sorry. Yeah, that was a stunning strike. Yeah. Um, it seems that this time when you punch... Uh, like, as you slice with your scimitar, aiming for the same location, King Gub is ready for you, and yep. he tenses his muscles underneath his chin, <gasps> ah, and man. it just bl- it just goes deep into... Or it doesn't, he doesn't tense his muscles. If anything, he just, like... Sort of like... You know how the bullywugs can croak? He expands mm-hmm. the orb under his chin that croaks sack. the sack, and your fist just bounces off it. Oh, <laughs> Making, like, a, like, a boing Boom. sound. Like, like punching a medicine bottle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay, so second attack. In fact, that second noise attack. comes out his mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, 20. 20, that is a hit. Beautiful. Uh, seven points of damage. Yep. Um, and with that one... Oh, that's with your scimitar, right? Yep. 
I will attempt to um, knock him 15 feet backwards. Yes. Um, so you have to make a strength saving throw. Um, you slice him across the belly, he lets out a gasp, and you strike him right between his nipples um, with an open palm, which leads him to stumble and stagger 15 feet backwards all the way over to his toad, and he um, catches himself there. Oh, toad. What okay. have they done to you? <laughs> I forgot that, like, pushing someone backwards means you then have to go up to them to attack again. <laughs> yeah, but you have movement. Do I have movement left so I can, like, just... You haven't moved at all. Go to him? Yeah. Beautiful, great. So I'll run up to him, and with my final... Uh, Flurry of blows, I'll punch him in the face. You sprint the distance and jump up into the air. Yes, 17. Nice. 17, and your flying feet. 6 plus 5 is 11. Kick him right in the face. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've never used that pushback thing. Um, his, eyes, his eyes close as your foot lands right on his temple. Uh, no, right on his forehead, I mean. And um, his head is knocked backwards, oh, and you see him. He is does his crown fall? Panting, yes, his crown falls uh, off backwards uh, onto the ground, and you will hear like a no. uh, the clatter of metal. Um, Can we see if the egg falls off the crown? Or is this... The egg does fall off the crown, and it starts to roll. Um, oh. It is uh, the. I have a bonus action. The bo- yeah. Can I jump for it? No, that would that's not too be. Much. That's too much. Too much for for your monk um, skills. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't really do much. Um, it is Jaren's turn. My turn. You must be. You're pretty close to all this action, since okay. it was pushed over near you. The egg. Yeah. And King and King Gub and Edvard and the Toad. They're all towards me. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> Apollo's the only one standing a bit away now. Great. I'm going to go to grab the egg to begin with. All right. Does that, that will be your action? Yep. Uh, you scram forth and easily you pick up the egg. Um, okay. Your fingers clasp around it. It is quite big. It is maybe like a foot um, mm-hmm. in size, like a bigger, double the size of like an ostrich egg. Okay. So for you, this is huge. Oh, massive. Yeah. So I can't possibly also use my loot axe for something else? No way. <laughs> Bugger. It, oh, is, it, is, it is full in your arms. Okay. So I've, <laughs> I've got it. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to say something. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, I can still do Vicious Muckery, because that's just words. Yep. Um, I'm going to viciously mock King Gub. Okay. Um, I'm going to call him... Uh, oh, I'm going to call him a spongy... Naughty pated... Malt worm. Sure. And do. he shouts back... And you're an insignificant little scrub. Well, you tried. <laughs> um, but he is not. He is not. Damn. Perceptive by it. Um, That's a shame. But he does have disadvantage on his next attack. That's a plus. That's good. I'm also going to give um, bardic inspiration to Edvard. Oh, thank you. And I'll use it this time. <laughs> what do you say to him? Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Nice push. <laughs> That'll do. Um, yes, uh, you feel just a warmth grow inside you, Edvard, at the words of your gnomish brother. It's just yeah. nice to hear him speak. Um, <laughs> Don't need much from I him. did a good thing before. It is King Gub's turn, um, and Edvard, he is going to again swing his axe towards your neck. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Okay. 
it finds its mark in a major way. Um, that sounds like a flip dice. Oh, no. We can all hear that. Uh, Looking forward to this one. Please take uh, 20 points of damage Jeez. as it cuts deep into your neck and please make a constitution. roll. Please apply inspiration. Damn. Six plus seven... Um, plus three is ten. Uh, you find yourself slowed as ice crystals creep around the wound, gaping from your neck. On your turn, you may only make one attack, and you may only move fifteen feet at most. As right. you are, your muscles are slowed and cold, okay. and a frost creeps through your very soul. Um, <laughs> it is now the toad's turn. The toad rolls up, and once again, its tongue flows out, but this time uh, at Edvard. Ooh, can't get right. <laughs> it's scared of me. The now. thing is, the Toad and uh, King Gub really want to win, so they're going to try and kill you. Uh, okay. They have their own ambitions <laughs> and goals. Uh, sorry, please make a please make a dexterity check. Nine plus five is fourteen. Fourteen. Just. You manage to, it oh. like weeps out and it grabs your, like it sticks to your shoulder and you're pulled sideways before you manage to just barely slap the. Let uh, the silk go. Yeah. I, I dispose of that silk. You let, yeah, that's, yeah, the, you like put your arms up in the air and it, the tongue whips back only to have a mess of red gnomish silks in its mouth just peeking out of its maw. Oh. Um, you are now shirtless. Um, you have nothing but your pants. Do I glisten? Uh, you <laughs> do, but you are. You've been are, dampened so much. Yeah. You are also very bloody, and there's oh. the visible frost over your shoulder, as well as your toned, gnomish abs. Um, it Great is uh, Apollo's turn. Mm. Yes. I um. get uh, another brief fire, uh, except on. Uh, except on. Um, King Gun. Gun. Yep. Yes. Um, yes, that's that's one of my turns. Yes, it flaps. Um, Gwil uh, again flaps over and poises herself just above King Gub mm. and again unleashes a torrent of fire over the top of his head, almost as if um, she is an ungodly furnace of a shower head. Um, please roll the damage on that one. It's 3d6s. Yeah, boy. Uh, oh, I borrowed some. Yes, I just rolled it three times. Jeez. Nine. Nine? Yes, nine. Um, as the inferno showers down upon him, um, he you hear horrible death cry as he cooks and splinters and burns. And as the flames decease, you see him drop to his knees and go to his hand and he just says, I surrender! Leave me. You win. The milestone is yours. And he rolls, he drops to his side and he like flicks up his arm and the toad opens its mouth and the uh, silks roll out of its mouth in a wet glob. But that is, what, what do you choose to do? Can we oh. discuss? Yes. I think we should just walk right out of here. Let's leave. Let's leave. Cl- Let's leave. Clearly uh, King, King Gub is... <laughs> 
He's under the same uh, necro necro of some some uh, spell. Oh, that's Maybe right. he's the necromancer. Of himself? Perhaps he's got magic. Leave this place. Maybe You're we should leave these work. politics to the rest of the uh, bullywogs here. You see Croker, who was hiding under a table, emerge upwards. We've got what we want. It's up to them. Well done. But by all means and rights, you should finish him. <gasps> if this is to be official, if we are to rule the Maestad, and you must elect a ruler. I don't, I'm not opposed to, to killing him considering he's already dead. No. Ah, um, uh, yes. I mean, you guys have a system of politics, clearly. Uh, I go up to um, King Gub and I hack off his head. As you walk up to King Gub, <laughs> you pause for a moment as he looks up into your eyes. Um, I'd like you to make a dexterity check, Edvard. 14. As you see, he is secretly, stealthily muttering under his breath <gasps> a spell. And it seems just before you strike down your sword, a darkness emanates from him. You see that the mirror up against the dais turns black, no reflection coming out of it. Ah, oh, shit. And your head... Lop, your sword lops off his head but just as it does a dark globe emerges from his body and fills out the entire hall every bullywug in there is affected by this including you all of you make a, con- a uh, constitution saving throw 19 17 10 Jaren uh, so, sorry, what were the saving throws? 19. 17. Everybody below 14 take... Twenty-six points of damage. Wow. As a darkness starts, all the water in the room in each of the pools bubbles and bursts and hisses and you see bullywugs die around you, curl up into, into the ground. You see Lord Croker standing in front of you, double over in pain, many of the bullywugs. Um, you see uh, all of, like, dozens of them just drop dead. Um, Glorub. Glorub is standing, um, standing uh, near the dais, um, and you see he as well is doubled over in pain, crying out. You hear the <sighs> raucous cries of bullywugs um, just in horrid suffering and pain. Um, but then the head falls down. Um, and there is a quiet. Whose turn is it? And then you hear... Whose turn is it? You hear the slow rise of several of the bullywugs. The dead creep, their heads roll on their shoulders and lift themselves from their chairs from where they slumped dead. And now there is a chaos, a raucous sound of just 
fighting as the living clash with the dead. There are bullywugs, undead and haggard, fighting those scrambling for life. I call Gwil. Yes. Everybody, get on Gwil. We're getting out of this bad boy. And then... Yep. Gwil lands next to you. Um, and you leap on top of her. We all scamper on and... Uh, I, I run on, uh, yeah. putting the um, egg that I've got in the carry bag that I'm also sitting in. Yep. yep. As you as you start to leave, you hear a cry um, echo out. Glorib looks at you. Please, don't leave. Help. Help us. If you leave now, we'll surely be decimated, destroyed. My people... Ha ha ha! I jump from ha, ha. I jump from Gwim with slow fall. I yeah. safely down. You land. Sorry. Um, he shouts to he shouts to Jaren. He shouts, "Blow my trumpet!" Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I, don't I, have to I, fight I, the battle. I get the trumpet out and I blow it. <laughs> um, a small toot emerges like <laughs> from your trumpet, and you hear the. And the padding of maybe five or six uh, mounted bullywugs rush in, eyes wide, um, and they start slashing away. Um, several bullywugs. Each of you has three bullywugs um, undead s- s- clawing their way oh, towards wait minute, you. Wait a minute. Has Will taken off yet? Yeah, Jaren, Jaren and um, uh, Apollo are still on. Jaren and Apollo, Apollo, what are you doing on Gwyn? I'm still on. I'm still on Gwil. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still in the carry bag. Yes. Yes. So is what Gwil flying at the moment? Oh no, Gwil. Gwil has it. Gwil's on the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. On the ground. Um, you're off. Gwil. Quite, yes. Mm. Leaving the egg in the bag, I jump out, and I'm going to cast polymorph on myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm going to turn into a mammoth. Okay. You Sorry mutter a few words as you leap out of the saddlebags, quickly playing a tune, yeah. and soon your body transforms. You double over and <laughs> turn into a ball of fur, which expands rapidly. Four legs pull out of its form, along with an unfurling giant trunk. And as the trunk unfurls, it lets out a trumpet of a... <laughs> um, and you are where Jaren was, there is now indeed a giant mammoth. Um, is there anything that uh, Apollo and Gwil would like to do before we resume our um, order? Apollo says, Vamoose! <laughs> and Gwil takes off. Gwil takes off. And out and through then, uh, the... out through the window, saying as I go, sometimes the most heroic thing is self-preservation. <laughs> and she's gone. Uh, I trumpet. But, like, Edvard knows what I mean. Yeah. And I say in my trumpeting thing, what a piece of shit. <laughs> and I go, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, please, uh, each of you has around three bullywugs, uh, undead bullywug around you. Um, Edvard, you may go first as they surround you. Okay. Um, I attempt to just sort of just spin like a Beyblade. Just okay. spin at them <laughs> in an attempt to attack all of them. Just, just to get them all dead. Yep. First attack, nat 20. <laughs> nice. You need not even roll the damage as your sword arcs through the air and decapitates the three of them and they crumple to the ground. They are easily destroyed. Um, Jaren, as Woo! a mammoth. <laughs> as a mammoth, I'm going to gore at each of them. Um, or gore... Just 
Yeah, gore. There in their general area? Yep. In their general area. Um, that is... Sorry, I've got to check the... What? I've got to roll. Is 4d8 plus 7, but I've got to roll... Okay, yeah. So, see if it hits. Is a 17. Yep. And now I roll these... 29 points of damage. Oh my you god. stomp and destroy not only the three bullywug around you, but as you trample and kick, your tusks impale several others. Yes. You knock over one living bullywug as he scrambles oh out of oh the way. No. But in your frenzy... And I pat him with the trunk. You pat him oh. with the trunk, it's okay. And almost as quickly as it has begun, with your help destroying each of these, it seems you are just left with the living as the bullywugs atop their... Lizards um, manage to cut down yeah. and stab with their um, spears the undead bullywug that rose up um, until just standing there is maybe 50 bullywug, maybe less, like 40 or 30. Yeah. And um, you see people are just slumped on the table, exhausted. Zedvar transform back. Does Jaren transform back? Not yet. The mirror's still up there, isn't it? The mirror's still up, and you see that it is dark and smoking. I want to go up to it and try and, like, stomp on it and break it and, like, destroy it. Okay. As you approach it and you ram at it with your tusk, mm. uh, you see a pale face emerge in it, um, and it seems to be whispering to you. Please make a wisdom saving throw. With advantage, for you are a mammoth. <laughs> yes. That's a 19. That's an 11, so take the 19. Wisdom save yep. is a plus. So that's 22. You don't even listen to the words it whispers as it seemingly... Yes. You're a mammoth. Attempts to, <laughs> ...attempts to promise you your greatest desires. But as you hit it, the a dark energy enraptures around you. Oh, shit. No. A little dark energy. Yeah, to cover a mammoth. Exactly. <laughs> May I borrow some D10s? Yes. Oh, no. How many do you need? Just give me some. Oh, oh no. no. Here you go. Thank you. Please take... Oh my god. What? I've got to do like hard math to work this out. So I've got 126 health right now. Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> Please take 70 damage. Oh my god. <laughs> it hurts yeah. as your soul attempts to escape your body. I let out a trumpeting shriek in pain. Please make, a, con- please make a concentration check. Um, keep sure, I'm just going to... Um, do this minus how many points? Seventy. Was it? Seventy. 70 yeah. I counted it. Yeah. Okay. Haggard mammoth. Sounds like a name of a beer. <laughs> yeah, it does. Or a tavern. Yeah. And was it a concentration check? Yep. But uh, the glass shatters before you. Yeah. Uh, that's on wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is twenty-two. You hold your form steadfast. Oh my god. Mammoth. Nice. Um, as the darkness enraptures around you, but. The pain leaves you. Again, stillness. 
as everybody heard the horrible shattering that sounded like a thousand gasps um, of people on the brink of death. Oh, God. And then there's just the quiet, the sound of insects chittering away and frogs croaking in the distance, just the general ambiance of the Maestad returns to everybody's ears as the maelstrom of chaos and fighting subsides. What is Apollo and uh, Gwil? Are you on your way back to... You, you are well on oh your my way God. back. <laughs> I'm flying, but I'm having a moment. Yeah. I'm talking to uh, Gwil. Nah. Did I do the right thing? Uh, the wind is blowing. Yeah. Very pensive. Uh, yes, I am I'm completing my mission for the Dawn Stars, but it is never too late to be the hero. It's my own saying, but it's good. <laughs> Why is it good, Gwil? Did Gwil? she hear any of the trumpeting from afar behind her? Yeah. I assume you died. It's like a shrieking trumpet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. What, I go back and there's just the undead there to slay? Guess I've done worse. Now we're going back, Gwil! Gwil <laughs> lets out a, like a roar and she turns. Um, you guys, uh, you are left alone in the said There's... Bullywogs. Still a couple of living bullywogs. Yeah, yeah, they're pulling out the dead to, to leave outside. Oh, gosh. Glorab comes up to you. Thank you so much. I can never repay you for what you've done on this day. You have saved us all from the tyranny of that horrid king. <laughs> he puts his hand on the mammoth's leg. If there's anything I can do to repay you, let it be known now. We have nothing of want from you. Just try keep your hands to yourself when we're adventuring. You that do so much would ask so little. You got some some more of that uh, seafood. That was good. (laughs) Well, of course. Uh, Great. I'll have to take away one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I stay as a mammoth, but I kind of just nod towards (laughs) Glorab. Please. Stay in the Myestead here but another night so we might show you some hospitality. I shrugged to a big mammoth. <laughs> I transform back into myself. Um, uh, is um, Apollo back we yet? We didn't have a way back. <laughs> I would say that Apollo flows back in through the window. And land. Well, this is awkward. Yeah, I'm s- I was scouting out the area for more danger. Scouting out the <laughs> Make area. Make a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> you coward. <laughs> 17? Oh, well, is, is, do I have deception? Yeah, you get something, probably. Oh, no. Is it, is it charisma, oh, perhaps? Uh, yes, it's charisma. Sweet. Oh, 17. <laughs> Here's your dice back, by the way. Thank you. 17? Yes. Is that enough, guys? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> we know what you did. You're you did right, your I... mission because you're so bloody dedicated, aren't you? I had adored to... stars. I had to get the. What? Uh, we were to die and then the, the egg would be with the undead? Imagine yeah, the undead like training. 20 undead. <laughs> we were, they were done. I didn't. Well, I, I couldn't assume that you, you would just kill them and they'd be alive again. Sorry for, for doing you my task. You've undead before. <laughs> Some adventurer you Some are. hero. <laughs> this is. I am a hero. I am the hero 
I, I am. Maybe with a bit I'll more practice. <laughs> yeah, tell us who you are. I'll tell you who I am, Lady Apollo, defender of Drakesfell, herald of yeah, Bahamut, no, no, champion no, no, of no. the peace. I have a confession to make. I glare. <laughs> Apollo glares at Glorab. I may have lured you here to help me. I thought you did. You're still untrustworthy. Hey, Glorab. Hey, Glorab. Sweetie. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> You're a thief. I have a confession to make. Yes. I did, in fact, steal. Yes. The golden the, the egg. The bad, bad You're a piece person. of shit. You're a bad and person. Was, Everybody, let's get out I of here. No, 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 Gwil, like, tenses to fly. Um, <laughs> I did so because... You got asked to do your dirty work. Lady Apollo allowed me to steal the Dawnstar egg. Allow... She distracted the guards took them to a tavern as I made my way with an elite force of Gilm. Why would you do this? Roll inside. Fuck, four. These um, bullywogs, you uh, know they are deceitful. He seems to be be earnest, telling the truth. They say anything. They are thieves. They are liars. They are are horrible people. Can I make make an insight check? Yes. Nat 20. He is telling the truth. He He is looking for it. He's... She, I think, was looking for a chance to prove herself to the Dawn Stars. I can explain. No, you don't have to. No, no, I'd like to. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, what good is a hero if they do not inspire the people? I, what, waiting up there in the tower for something to happen? I had, I have to, I had to put myself in a situation that would then inspire bards. So like, you put other people at risk. At risk? We were going to win, clearly. Look at me. Look, you fled at the first sign of danger. I know, I was completing the mission. Uh, completing the mission. Uh, look, you were already the chosen champion. You were already the... the Apollo the Great. Do you need more heroism? Right? You can never have too much. Imagine... Uh, too much of a good thing. Imagine Todrick without being inspired by us. He already is inspired. He, he was crying without this no, but imagine, imagine if you had never done a heroic deed and what, he'd just be playing playing his own music and not about us? Pride cometh before the fall. There is some distrust happening here. That, this is not okay. Did I not help you? The, just, I think I think Edvard and I should carry the egg back. I, I think <laughs> I think <laughs> <it> should. Likely. <laughs> Vamos! <laughs> you hop onto I the hop back. on. Good luck. And we'll be back. <laughs> but you're already in the air, patting. Girl, like, good choice. Glorum, um, uh, yes. would you be willing to come back to Drakesfell and uh, confess what you've just confessed to us to the Dawn Stars? I'd be worried for my life. We will we'll personally back protect you, you. Then, of course. Uh, shall we head off there now? No, I am... Hurt and my people. They literally just witnessed a mass murder of their brothers and sisters. I believe we must care for the dead and must elect a new king. Yes. You see, you see um, oh, shit. Croker step forward. No. He rises up and he goes, I know who <laughs> shall be the next king of the Myrthed, the truest bullywog of us all. Glorab Gilm. I hang my head in my hands. Are there any here that would oppose his rule? Bullywugs look between themselves. I breathe heavily in frustration. Then it is decided. Glorab Gilm, King of the Myrthed, 
All hail King Gilm! And all the bullywugs start chanting, All hail King Gilm! 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 And there is, after the, uh, everybody moves outside and sets up a feast outside that is both commemorating the dead and uh, also celebrating the new king. And whilst many people are somber, they start to remember their fallen allies and some song is played and there is some talk and you guys are fed again. And Glorib eventually comes over... Um, no, sorry, Croker eventually comes over to you two and Glorib as you are sitting together talking. Says, uh, my lord king, I believe I have put together the appropriate means by which to celebrate your coronation. There is a bard amongst our myths, a very great bard, a bard that may be able to celebrate <laughs> your king's story, and perhaps he would grace us with a song. He pauses. I am, of course, <laughs> talking about Bard Holmlin. And he, like, <laughs> gestures to the side. There is a small bullywug uh, with, uh, it seems like a violin-type deal. Um, <laughs> and there are several other bullywugs that were inside. It seems the entire band did not get killed. <laughs> <laughs> they survived. Um, and they proceed to play a song, and he goes, Take it away, Holmlin. <laughs> oh, I'm here to talk to you about Glorb Gilm. Uh, hero. Glorab Gilm is the hero of the Mice. Get out of the way, contenders. Here comes the true hearted. It's easy in the swamp of the Mice dead to get tangled up inside your own head. Caught up with thoughts of the throne, you can find yourself obsessing about your own. Prominence, treasures laying abound, strewn around the path leading towards the crown's dominance. And while easily spun treachery seems seductively calling to thee, Glor of Gilm threw off the mantle of a traitor and put away thoughts of power until later when his people needed him most he would rise up to fight the supreme hater. Yeah. He hopped forth into the world, the unknown, the uncharted, to seek powers that be, who may heal his home that has grown so parted. A better bullywug than me. Let the strings sing to thee. So Glorab, over time, came to know two gnomes that wandered to and fro. He watched them from afar, saw their works heal the lands near and far. In a time of struggle at a djinn's palace where allegiances were muddled, it caused his heart to sting to see them protect such an evil king. To have them help where Glorab was homesick, it seems these gnomes he'd have to trick. He knew he wouldn't do it before we weren't ready. His power on the throne like that could not rule Skeddy. He devised a treachery to push these gnomes to help the frog people be free, steal the Dawn Star prize to help his ideals of truth and love survive. Have the mighty Apollo fly down from a tower, swoop down and topple all the despot's power. And although you can't see the works of Glorab Gilm and how it's brought harmony, you may trust me and this first I speak to thee. Glorab for King. Glorab, considering all the uh, adventures that we've had and the times we've shared in jail cells fighting dwarfs and all that, 
Do I still have to call you king? I mean, how about friend? <laughs> I'm just gonna stick to Clorum. A tear rolls down my cheek. <laughs> from happiness? Or yeah, that? from joy. Uh, you embrace. I mean, you still lied to us, um, deceived us, uh, got us to do his dirty work for him. Mm. Uh, it worked, it's impressive. Well, on the morrow, why don't we go back to Drakesfell? Well, yes, now that you are a king of the Maestad, uh, you'll need to form an alliance with the Dawnstars. Uh, sets them things straight. Um, lots of things straight. We have um, to gather up all the pretties of the Maestad. For what? Oh, so that I can have them, <laughs> as is my right as king of the Maestad. Uh, is diplomacy a big part of running the Maestad, do you think? Like, Not really. We have no. this one meeting every four years, and then... <laughs> Do you form alliances with uh, peoples outside of the Maestad? Sometimes. Or, like, maybe some ceasefires in battle kind of thing? Um, there are firsts for everything. So you'd go to the Dawn Stars and say, Hey, look, I stole from you, but it's been given back, and here's the reasons why, and the people who are responsible for that, yeah. and the people who aren't responsible for that. Yeah, you'll, you'll be kind, though. But we'll go. We'll go tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow we set off. That was chapter five and the final chapter of The Dawnstar Thief. Thank you so much for listening this far and an extra huge thank you to everyone who has been listening since way back in June. Uh, the players were awesome and so much fun in this one. Uh, you had Luke Mason and Raymond Martini as Jaron and Edvard, the Gnomish diplomats from the Isle of Joy, and you had Millie Holton as Apollo, the heroic Sky Knight Herald of Bahamut. If you'd like to know a bit more about them, you can look them up on our players section on fateandfables.com. Uh, there's some other stuff there. Uh, this was the last episode for a couple of months, uh, as I'm about to take a bit of a hiatus. Uh, you can expect regular uploads and fables to resume mid-January in the new year. Uh, keep an eye out, though, because I'll still be trying to release bits and pieces of content in the interim between the fables. Um, thank you this week to the lovely messages on Twitter, uh, one from Sir Cookie Banzai, and a hilarious recreation of uh, the Bullywug creation of Am- Adam, uh, like that that grand painting that was supposedly the stained glass that Gwil broke through. Um, that was from uh, at Alex Boak. Um, keep the comments coming. I, I love hearing from you guys. Um, Alright. That's all for the moment. My name is Matthew Jackson and this was Fate and Fables. Fate and Fables